After after last night, I think uh, feeling some, okay. Some recovery, some recovery. Yeah, yeah it's good to be back. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, we man. haven't seen you in a few weeks. What has it been? Through how, how long has it been? Oh, it's probably been since about the last time you were on the podcast. See, it's yeah, funny because we see months. you all the time now, but yeah. it's also like, yeah, wow, yeah. I felt like it was just like two episodes ago. But I guess isn't not. that weird though? Yeah. Sometimes I look back and I'm like, remember like when like Javen was on? Dude, that's already been like six months. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we're 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 gonna be some start like prepping for like season three soon. Yeah, like, it's ridiculous. Yeah. So, but um, yeah, no, I think we have a pretty interesting topic today. Oh yeah. But um, you know, I think uh, we are also um live. live. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so Ben, the last like the last like forever. We sniffed at the same time. <laughs> we did. Um, he would say live, and I, for whatever he would like wait for me and like try to like get me, and I could never like sync up with him. But he would do it on purpose, and I'm I, I'm like I made, I made it my goal every week that I'm gonna get it, and a lot of the weeks I would just no, I couldn't get it. Like a delay, dude. When we we were all doing online like over Zoom, it was like a two second delay, so it would be like live, and you hear live. <laughs> like, yeah. That was, that was a little rough. Yeah, but it was rough. But yeah, no, we do have an interesting topic today. We're talking about, uh, you know, re- uh, religion a little bit. Mm-hmm. Going, you know, not too deep, but... Scary. Yeah. Think so? Yeah. I mean, the, the only thing, too, which, which I think is really cool about this topic is, like, you know, um, right now, I, and, and this is my feeling, um, is I feel like religion and everything like that gets attacked a lot of the time. And a lot of the times, maybe it's warranted. A lot of the time, maybe it's not. And the thing is, I, I do think it is important to kind of have an open conversation and really kind of get into a lot of the uh, some of the some of the things, questions that we might have. Because um, I know you and I, Ben, had sort of the same background. You a little more harder than I did. And then Gavin, you have a lot of outlook on different things. So I think this is like a really good conversation to like bring out there so people like our listeners and things like that yeah. can like be like, "Yo, it's cool to just be human." You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. Yeah, so I um, think the nice little icebreaker to kick kick us off is go around the room a little bit and kind of give a little back background into you know how your 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 life your path to God or you know lack thereof if that's the case you know so yeah. um, Matt do you want to kick kick us off again? Sure. Yeah, I mean I grew up grew up Roman Catholic. Mm-hmm. You know from a young age did CCD until I was. Like and what's CCV stand for? C- CCD. It's uh, I don't actually know. What's CCD? It's mean? like a Catholic something yeah. directive. Yeah, it's a, it's it's, a, it's like a school. It's like a, it's like when you go to like uh, it's like it's 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 school. It's like it's yeah. like, it's, it's like a two hour school that gotcha. you go to on like a Tuesday. Okay, so I did that, and then you know church on Sundays, um, and then you know of course you have your big holidays and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Church the night before and the day of yeah yeah i'll just keep brief but uh, you know roman catholic things like that you know not increasingly hard but still very like religious yeah no ben yeah i mean i grew up in a kind of similar way um very much center of my household was revolved around god in some sort of way right before meals we pray before meals um the same thing and it was just a routine you know going to church on sundays and you're you're just kind of raised in that environment and um you don't really think much of it you know as a kid until you really start exploring you know faith and religion it's a big topic on your own once you get to those high school years so um but i do think it really shapes especially your younger life growing up in a religious household just your outlook on views and 
how you see the world. Yeah. Um, and, and I think that that just comes down to upbringing. Um, but I was very similar to Matt, you know, uh, w- with uh, regards to all of that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. No, I... I can. No, Mr. Gavin. Yeah, I I can say that I'm definitely not that's so not not so similar in my my uh, experiences so far because I went through um I did a lot of like young aged like soul searching I guess and like I know my dad was like really keen on trying to get us into uh you know a path to you know to God that we were comfortable with you know because he grew up as a Jehovah's Witness um and so he you know raising me he felt like that's what he knew so that's what we would do and uh my mom is a is a is a as a catholic um i don't know i to be honest like i don't really i didn't really ever pay attention to that too much i don't know if it's like roman catholic or what the different yeah the yeah. differences are um but yeah so yeah i, I i've been through I've, i consider myself just christian you know like i don't have really have a like a specific denomination like you know Lutheran or Protestant or whatever, um, but yeah, I've, I was Jehovah's Witness. I've been to many a mass and Catholic churches, and you know, quote unquote, you know, a couple like quote unquote like black churches, and you know, like um, like whatever. But yeah, like right now, I think it's just like you said, like when you get older, try to find like your like try to find how you and like relate to God or how you, how you find God, what your relationship is. Yeah. With, and with, I, th- I think that. I had that conversation like when I was like in like sixth grade, <laughs> like I oh, was man. like, you know what I mean? Yeah. But so that's, that, that, that's one thing with like, with like Catholics is, um, you know, you get baptized. Like, I think I, I was baptized like what? Couple months. Yeah. After I was born. I'm sure it was the same thing with you. Um, ben. So I have a question about, I want to gauge your guys' feeling on this and I could be off base with this, but, um, I had a thought and when you guys were baptized in, in like the Catholic, um, church, right? Like as babies, right? Yeah, yeah. Do you feel like baptizing children in your faith shouldn't be done until they're of an age to understand what they're being baptized in? No, because I, I think the way that you know, organized religion is kind of set up, at least in my upbringing, is your parents make decisions for you all the time, right? Mm-hmm. For your entire life. And so baptism is really just bringing you in as a member of the Catholic Church. Right. And so that's essentially saying, like, this is how we're choosing to raise our child. Right. right? So as much as it is about the baby getting baptized... My bad. It's fine. Rookie mistake. As, as you know, as much as it is about you know the child, it is for the parents as well, and so there's choices later on, right? When you you know confirmation and different sacraments and places that you come to in life when you start developing your own identity and taking whatever faith it is that you have, or faith journey that you're on mm-hmm. and taking that into your own hands and making those choices from there. Okay. But I think people get so stuck up on like, Oh, why wouldn't you wait until your kids of age to make this decision or this decision? Like, why are you making this decision for them? So to speak. And it's mm-hmm. like, well, that's your parents job when you're two, three, seven, yeah. however old you are. Yeah. And so I think people get really hung up on, on the whole, like, Oh, shouldn't you wait until your kid makes that decision? Yeah. I know, I, I know, like, for, like, like um, Christians, that, that was a big thing, like, with, like, at CCV, Christ Church of the Valley, 
<clears throat> that was one of the big differences between the, the Catholics and the Christians was is um, they would teach in the faith. You would go to church. You would do all the, the, the churchly things. But then when, when, you, when your kid or person decided that they wanted to be officially a part of it, they would get baptized. Like it happened all the time. When we were in high school – I and mean, we go to CCB. We go to like their their, their like Sunday uh, uh, church. The it was uh, what was it called? It was uh, I forget. It was like the Sunday thing, and people would get uh, baptized all the time. We would yeah. see it all the time, and it was like there was their choice from either going from like Catholic or uh, completely just they had no religion and they would choose to do this. That was one of the big things. So yeah, I mean the reason why I kind of brought up the question is because I think um, our outlooks on baptism is a little different because. Where, like you said, like Ben, like um, you're it's how you, how you were brought into like the community, right? Um, I I always like in my experience, it was always when you're baptized, it's more of like a um, like you're more like more of a, like a commitment or like a like you're solidifying your place and like your you know what I mean like this is this is your community now this is you're choosing to take this path yeah. to to God and to, um you know, better your understanding and your, you know, your, like your, your relationship with, uh, with God. So for me, when I was, when I was a baby, I was baptized in, in a Catholic church. Um, you know, and to me, if it, it, it always felt like, um, I think baptism and I, I know where you, I, th- I think I know where you're going a little bit when you were saying like people nowadays, especially it's your kid's choice. And so, you know, I think baptisms and like medical procedures are a little bit different, you know, but, um, or like whatever. But I think it, to me, it always kind of felt like I was in a sense, like robbed of that choice. You know what I mean? Cause it's like, my dad didn't practice that faith. That's not his, 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 like his religion, but it's my mom's. And you know, when, when it was, when I got baptized, it's obviously I didn't have a say in the matter. And, and I, as I grew up, I wasn't a Catholic. I, you know, I didn't agree with all the, like the viewpoints, I guess. Um, so yeah, that's why I brought it up. I just figured it was to me. I feel like it's more of like you get brought into the community and you learn and you interact and you see if you fit and if you do and if you feel like this is the place to be, then you know you're committing yourself. Especially if you're coming from a different religion, you know, if you're saying I don't want to be, I don't know. So whatever. as like a witness, right? Um, how is it? So obviously it's drastically different on certain regards yeah how is it seeing people like you know ben and i who grew up in the catholic church well like how how is it looking in looking in from the outside as a witness um it was it was so this is actually it's a good question because it brings up a point of why i don't really agree with uh, the the witnesses 100 percent. okay is because they're very judgmental of other religions so yeah, are you saying that in yeah. my in my opinion I don't I don't necessarily care how you, you know, pray to God or who who is your God or whatever because I know who God is to me, you know what I mean? Like I know who God is and I know like my relationship with God. So if you say, "Hey, this is my God, I do this, this is my religion." I who am I to be like, "Well, screw you. That's wrong," you know? Um that's just how I feel about it. I just I just don't think there's a need to to hate somebody because they may maybe, you know, I believe in Jesus Christ and they believe in someone else or something else, you know? And especially if we believe in the same God, we just practiced it did differently. Yeah, why would yeah. we? <laughs> why would we be at odds because of that? You know. Um, but yeah, so as a witness, it was like when you talk about strict. I mean, it was pretty strict. Like no, like what? Like what do you mean? Like it was like 
Like, have you guys ever known witnesses or been to a hall or? No, seen I've just that? heard of the. I've just heard of the name. I don't know much about. Them. So I, I, you all all know the stigma. Of Jehovah's Witnesses knock on your door. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. So that is a very Mormons real thing. Um, it's it's you and and at each hall, you know, meeting um, or congregation or whatever, you um, there's they they actually pick p- people like hey, and sometimes it's by choice, sometimes it's not. You know, sometimes they're like we, we you know you're newer to the community, we want you to experience this. Here's you know pick a partner. This is the day you're going to do it, so on and so forth. Um, but it was just very, very different. You know, like you, you go to church in the morning or even at night or whatever you have. You know, the priest, um, you know, delivering the, what is it, the sermon? Um, and yeah, the homily, yeah. Yeah, and, you know, you go home. But this was, like, 6 o'clock on, like, a Wednesday or something. You know what I mean? Like, you go, and it was just, for me, it was just very diff- different. Um, but, yeah, like, they don't like Catholics, <laughs> like, <laughs> at all, because they don't believe in any celebration of any religion or, or, or of, of any um, holiday. Yeah, and so that's the one thing I've always kind of, as I've progressed in my own faith that I've always wondered when I hear people say those types of things, because, and I know in the Catholic church as well, you know, like there's a very much of a belief of like, Oh, we do things the right way. Yeah. And it's, yeah. and it's kind of like, there's this belief that every real, like all these different just sects of Christianity. Yeah. Right. Whether it's Baptists, um, Lutherans, Luth- yeah. Catholics all believe like, that their sect, like, they're doing it the right way. And I, as I've kind of thought about it myself, I'm like, well, it's just, it's different ways of worshiping the same God. Yeah. Right? And the same principles. But you have a different way of going about it and maybe a slightly different historical outlook or whatever it might be. And I've never really understood the whole reason why everyone's like, you're doing it wrong. Yeah. And so what I've thought about a lot, actually, is... I think where all these different sects of religion come from is it's everyone's attempt of like, this is my own kind of way of worshiping and doing religion. Mm. And then they make that into the, a different sect. And so you get into all these different types of religions and it becomes like, well, this was because these group of people felt like doing it this way. But I think ultimately religion Yes, you have a certain boundaries, Mm -hmm. but ultimately, like, your faith is your own journey. And that whole, that bridging the gap between you're right and I'm wrong, I think, is where a lot of people, why these conversations fail right away. It's because Mm -hmm. you can't can't bring that kind of barrier, that kind of, that's preventing you from furthering that conversation. Yeah. Because if you can't get past the whole "I'm right, you're wrong" or however, then there's no conversation. And that's the end of it. Yeah. Well, see, that's the thing. Like right now, too, <clears throat> as I do think like that this conversation is fantastic. Is because most people can't sit down like three people around a table and just discuss. You know, there's always it's always like "f you" and "f you." I'm right, but then it's like, well, I agree with you. However, yeah, but then it's you know they 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 can't go. I see where you're coming from. It's no. F you, you're wrong. You know what I'm saying? And, and I feel like a lot of the times, you know, we grew up differently than you might have in a lot of that regards. Yeah. But then we, when you sit down and talk, you go, oh, well, I agree with you. Oh, well, I agree with you too. I see where you're coming from. We both disagree on this. Yeah. Interesting. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's really cool that like, you know, if when you actually break things down to like the, um, 
like the uh, uh, the baseline of things. It's very yeah. interesting. And also, I think it gets me a little ticked off, like when you see like like you see you ever see on t- TikTok? I forget the the guy's name, but he's always in like around college campuses and stuff, and he's like debating people on the Bible. Mm-hmm. That guy, yeah, yeah, like yeah the older yeah. guy, mm-hmm. um, kind of like how Jordan P- 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 Peterson got like his claim to fame, like you know whatever, like debating college kids. My thing is, um, I don't like when people like I don't think there's a point in debating. Like, because people say all the time, like, the Bible's not real, you know, it's just, just words and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then it's like, but then you also have to look at it like, if you're going to disagree with something, like you're going to disagree with the Bible or any Bible, if let's say you're an atheist, I personally think you have, you, you should be one of the most knowledgeable people of said book. You know what I mean? Like you can't read the, the you can't read just genesis and be like oh well this is bullshit and then just throw it away and be like that's not real or like skim through read all like the quoted like the quotable lines you know like no oh, john 316 and you know i just think that it's like if you're gonna there's no point to argue about it because at the end of the day like i said we're you know i'm under the belief and the, the knowledge that i don't like i believe in god right i don't know like there's no way i can know everything god knows right so I know as a person, I can't fully comprehend his existence. Like, I physically cannot. But I know enough, and I believe enough to to know him in my own way, just like everyone else does, like it should, you know? And, hey, if you just, if, you know, if you decide that you don't believe in God and whatever, and that's fine too. But I just think going through to so many different religions and, like, seeing so many different viewpoints, it's like people, like you said, they get so caught up in the you're right or you're wrong, I'm right. And it's like, you're missing the point entirely. You know what I mean? Like, to me, it's just, it just defeats the purpose because, you know, you're worshiping a God that was like a, like a, you know, you're worshiping a a God that's, that, that created everything and is like, you know, all loving, all knowing. And, and, and then you're going to sit here and say, well, actually, (laughs) you know, I know you do this, but let's, this is why this is wrong, you know? But yeah, it's like especially coming from like, and I don't want to you know really shit talk like the witnesses because they really I do agree with a lot of their points, and I do agree with the non celebration of holidays, um, you know, and I kind of got that idea. That's why not necessarily that's why I don't celebrate holidays now, but when it was when I when I looked into it more, I was like, oh, okay, and then as I got older, I got definitely a, I got I was I'm now under the opinion that holidays are more stress than wholesome you know yeah and and also it kind of comes to a point where i think what you're trying to say is whether you believe or don't believe you have to be very you have to be knowledgeable yeah enough either way to be able to kind of state why it is that you think a certain way yeah instead of just blanketly saying that this is wrong, and then somebody asks why, and it's like, oh, uh, well. Yeah, it's, 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 well it's like saying Tom Brady sucks, and then they're like, well, why? Why does he suck? And you're like, because. <laughs> Let me ask yeah. you a question then. Do you think that's why there's so much divide between, let, let's just say, non-secular people and secular people? Do you, do you think that's why? Because there's <clears throat> either misinformation or the fact that people are talking out of ignorance instead of speaking yes. out of – okay. Yeah. No, I would say that. I mean, ignorance is the leading cause of, of like, most of, like, the 
world's problems, I think. Like, I mean, well, at least I'll say societal pro- pro- problems, because you, you all the time, it's like, you, you know how you always say, you always hear somebody say, you give somebody the benefit of the doubt at least once, because they might be just having that bad of a day. Like, if somebody cuts you off or flips you off in traffic, you, okay, you might be having a really rough day. Trying to give somebody the benefit of the doubt to try to to, to try to dissipate that that divide or that like angst, um, but what some people, but most people do is they don't. It's like it's like they just they just like you know, Dig oh, in. like they don't know what my life story is. But just because I may have bumped them on the sidewalk, now maybe to them, that's their that sets them off, and now maybe I I, I get assaulted, like I'm shot now, or you know what I mean, or like I'm I get verbally like reamed out for nothing, you know. Um, but I think in terms of religion, you know, I think uh, a lot of people are, you know, they're, they, 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 they don't even open the books. They don't, they don't do the history. They don't do any of the research themselves. They hear an opinion online or somebody in their family or whatever. Then they just run with it. And then they're like, yeah, this is how it is. It's like, dude. Well, I mean, I think that speaks a lot to society's push as well towards a more secular society where it's like taboo become or where religion becomes a taboo yeah. subject. Yeah, that's a good point. And and it's almost like it's them against us, so to speak. And I think it's failures on both sides. I think it's religion's failure a little bit to adapt and kind of figure out how to promote themselves in certain ways and as well as on the secular side of things, it's a failure on that side where they're essentially saying, like, oh, these religious people, like, they're weird. Like, religion's like, we don't want that in mm. government, right? This idea of separation of church and state people really like to bring up a lot. But, yes, there's that separation so that, you know, no one person is running a country based on a certain religion, those principles. Yeah. However, exactly. it is important to have religion in society, mm. by and large. And this is a point that I brought up, you know, we were talking the uh, the other week on the this deck. This is a good point, yeah, yeah, And I think that overall religion is very beneficial for a society because it teaches the basic teachings, right? Take out the belief in God and a higher power. But if you just look at what the Bible or what religion teaches you, it teaches you morality. It teaches you morals. It, it gives you a guideline, a, a set, a way to live in cohabitation with other people and how to treat other people and how um, to talk to other people. And it, it gives you those guidelines. And so when you – and that's not to say that if you're not religious, you can't be a moral person, which is what people always bring up. And I'm 100%, yeah, of course you can be a moral person and not be religious. But by and large in a society – when you're talking across millions of people, mm. when you have religious ideologies in terms of the morality instituted in that society, it's going to overall be a better society. You're going to live with better people, people that care about their communities, people that care about one another right. on a larger scale, right? Because then everyone gets into anecdotal stories about themselves or, well, I know this person. But when you talk about a society and what's better beneficial – it's those teachings of, uh, of guidelines on how you should just conduct yourself. And I think that's where people miss the point a lot with religion yeah. is that there's, there's a lot of teachings in there that if you take the God, if you take God and Jesus and, you know, faith out of it, which I still think is important, 
you're still left with teachings that are extremely important right for uh rules on how to uh live in civilized society now well okay oh, i was just gonna ask just off that point what do you think what would you say to if somebody were to say well you know when america for example we're, we're a christian country right like we're founded in the belief that yeah, you Judeo- know judeo we, yeah or the united states is founded in judeo-christian ideology right. what would you say and like you know when you say the teaches like fundamental you say like like um you said it was it the society's just better off when you know a religion is in the household or in the you know in the society what would you say to somebody that were to say well how like what would you say if they said um well, back in the day, you know, we, America had slaves, and America was was vehemently racist, and you know, and and a lot of things were definitely happening. They were just the same things were happening just behind clo- closed doors in a more predominantly Christian or religious at all um, like country. Yeah, yeah, and that's a great question, and people wonder that they have those kinds of questions a lot, and I think the best place to start out with kind of t- tackling a, a difficult. Um, kind of broad question as well is you look at the all men and women are created equal line. Yeah. Right. In the founding of our country. And we are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights. Mm -hmm. Those words at the time of the writing of the declaration of independence, those were radical ideas, ideas, right? Right. Those were not things that were thought of. And so I think when you're talking about progression of society, we like to always think about things in context of like through the lens of 2023 historical context. Mm -hmm. But when you look back through history, back in the 1700s, by saying that all men and women are created equal. And yes, we had slaves then thereafter for another almost 100 years. Mm -hmm. But it's. You couldn't found you. We couldn't fight a war, f- like f- form a country, and fight this ingrained institution. Not just in the United States, across the entire world, all at once. And eventually, yeah, eighty years later, we fought an entire war over this idea of slavery, yeah. over this idea of you know all men and women are created equal. So, I think looking at things through their historical context. Those words that were endowed by our creator, that men and women are created equal, those come from Judeo-Christian ideas. Mm -hmm. And those words are important in projecting our country into a place today where we are one of the most accepting countries in the entire world of a variety of different people from religions and society and cultures i mean it like it's it's hard to find another place that has this many people with this many diversities in there that are able to cooperate in one yeah and and so i, I think it's looking at the through those lenses is an important way to kind of gauge um how you think about those those yeah. questions and how you kind of kind of grasp that well how do we answer this question of slavery and the immoralities that have occurred yeah no i would agree yeah that actually was really good uh um like analogy and everything like that that that's rather spoken well 
I don't think well maybe, articulated. Well articulated. Well, I mean, most people don't even articulate it like that. And I think that's one of the that that's why I asked guys the question a little bit ago. It's like, how do you you know do 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 you think a lot of this is just because people aren't articulating it? They're just being ignorant or whatever it is. Now, there was a good thing you talked about a couple weeks ago. Um, we were just all talking about this. Um, you said what, 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 uh, it was the, the, the very baseline, like, I mean, like the rudimentary, um, aspect of, um, yeah, just life itself. So we talked about, uh, cheating or, uh, uh, adultery, right. And you, you, oh man, I'm going to butcher it, but you know where I'm at, mm-hmm, right? Yeah. Do you want to explain a little bit like how that, yeah. So what Matt's bringing up here. So I was talking about a point of, let's say you take religion. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Out of the question completely. How do you know if something is right or wrong? Right. Where does that come from? Mm-hmm. Like, if we don't have guideline principles guiding society or your own life, how do you? What makes something right or wrong? And so, I had this explained to me many years ago because I had these same questions about religion and like, how do you? How do you? What makes this right or wrong? You know, what makes adultery wrong? What makes murder wrong? And it's like, oh, well, duh. It's like, no, like when you look at the base root of things. So the only right that you have, just very basic as a human, is you have the right to do whatever you want to do whenever you want to do it, right? As long as that does not infringe on somebody else's right to do whatever they want to do whenever they want to do it. Mm-hmm. Right, so I kill you. Now I'm infringing upon your right to live, yeah. and do what you want to do. It's messed up. Yeah, right. And so it makes sense when you're talking about something as simple as murder or even adultery, right? You two are together. This is what you brought brought yourselves into this agreement, right? So now. You two are intertwined in your right to do whatever you want to do as long as it doesn't influence somebody else's same right. And so when you escalate it from there, right? So if I wanted to, today, I could go start driving on the wrong side of the road because I have the right to do whatever I want to do whenever I want to do it. But Mm -hmm. now traffic laws are in place because if we don't have these guidelines, then you could hurt somebody else, right? Then somebody else might be driving on that side. And who's in the right, who's in the wrong. And so when you take basic questions like murder or adultery or anything like that, um, it's easy to say, oh, well, I can clearly see how this would infringe upon, you know, the, your very basic human rights. Yeah. But when you start to build society with layers and you start to build um, cohabitation, and it's like, well, wh- what makes something right or wrong? Like, how can I decide that? You get into a lot of gray areas very, very quickly. And I forget what example I was using um, a couple weeks ago. But I think I was talking to something to the effect of whenever, when you start to build in society layers, you start to develop a lot of gray areas. Mm-hmm. And... So, right, traffic laws and taxes needed just for general functioning government and um, different violations with 
housing disputes and property and you start to get into the weeds of it, well, it's really hard to then decide like, oh, well, I'm infringing upon your right to do whatever you want to do, but that's for the betterment of society as a whole. Okay, well, then that's okay. So then like you start to co-mingle. Right. If you were living in a society of 100 people, it'd be a lot more straightforward yeah. because there'd be a lot more set boundaries. But as things get more ingrained in our system, then you need guiding principles beyond just your basic, I can do what I want, you can do what you want. And that's where I think religion then comes in more so with the morality of things and uh, basic principles on how you should treat other people and like, Okay, you should give up. You should give up these rights because this benefits this group of people in a much better way, so right. to speak. And so, when you're building society, you need those grounding principles in order to decide what is right and what is wrong. Because mm -hmm. inherently, we don't know that, right? It's it's very difficult to decide, like what you can and cannot do if you don't have certain rules to follow, you know, living next to neighbors in a community, in a neighborhood, um, in a city on a larger scale. And so it, once you start really building that foundation, then you need something to base your decisions off of. So, okay. So I'm going to play devil's advocate here a little bit. Now, I'm going to, it's, because um, I thought about this the last time we talked about it, but we had, like, ended the conversation. So, what was, what do you, what would you, what would you guys say, right, to the, like, off of that point, what would you say to the fire is hot, like, argument? Like, do you think that without religion, if religion never existed, right, do you think at some point, like, people, like, a, like us, like, as a society or us as just, like, humans would figure out, hey, if I touch fire, it's hot. If I... You know, if, if everybody is pissing on the sidewalk, it's going to be gross. If every, you know what I mean? If I murder this guy, then his family's sad, you know, and like start, and then maybe not to the um, more comp, maybe not to like the most, like as complex it is, as it is now, but do you think we would have, we could have as humans come to that kind of like a, like a, come to that like realization or come to that like the, like the, um, like the culmination of what we have now with like laws and, 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 and just how we like interact together? Oh, for sure. I mean, that's not a what you're saying. Yeah, hundred percent on a small scale. Oh, so you think it would just be a small scale? Like you could in in. So what I mean by that is, right? Humans existed before religion, obviously, and before organized religion, yeah. at least. And we were able to figure out: yes, fire is hot. Okay, maybe I shouldn't do this, but at the same time. There was, there was no cities. There was no civilized society, so to speak, right? Because really, that idea of those re re religious ideologies starting to come in, really started coming in when you had formation of actual people identifying with a certain nation or city or country or area, right? So to speak, and so beyond, right? Fire is hot. Don't, don't piss on this. Yeah. Don't piss on the road, and I mean, we still even, you know, experienced 
in cities a lot. If you don't enforce <laughs> that, people are still going to do that. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> it's it's not uh, necessary one necessarily one way or the other. But sure, on a small scale, you would figure out the basics. Right. But if you want to progress to any sort of level, um, like higher than the very basics of like okay, there's like a hundred of us living out here. We're yeah. going to kind of figure things out. And as soon as you get beyond that, it's almost nearly impossible to form any sort of, in order to form any sort of organized group of people together Yeah. in mass, you need those boundaries and those, and those, and those, yes. And those very essential rules to follow so to speak gotcha. and i don't want to say necessarily rules but i would more more so to say guidelines because based on those guidelines that's how you are going to make your decisions of like if i'm the government or yeah. the power that bees overseeing these people and making decisions on behalf of them how are we going to deal with all these situations that are popping up gotcha yeah so walking in over here on uh, the last like question here um this one that i, that I was curious about because uh, I know, like, there's still thoughts in my head when it comes to, like, relationships and things like that. How do you want to be to, <coughs> excuse me, to your partner? So you're someone that you're looking to create a life with, have kids with, build a build build a family with, you know. How do you feel that with your perspective on religion and God, how do you think that has helped, hurt, or transitioned certain uh, or transcended some of your relationships? Um, well, I think it, 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 honestly, you know, I'm young enough to where it really only affected a very small portion of like the relationships of the relationships I've been in, because I mean, you're in high school. I don't think anybody, no high schooler that I know is like, dang, you know, this, this person's hot, but I wonder if she goes to church, you know, I don't like, I don't, yeah. I don't think any of any of us thought that way. Um, but when I became an adult, I definitely, you know, I definitely started to see it more and have like thinking about it more when I was like, you know, coming out of high school and college and, and, and things like getting older. Like when I hit, when I was in my like 20, when I hit 20 or 21, you know, um, just a relationship that I was in, I was already heavily, you know, into politics and stuff. And we had a political divide within the relationship and it was it was tough. I mean, it was damn near relationship breaking, you know? And so now I would say that, um, you know, I think it's important that everybody, I think it's important like that in a relationship you have the same values, but to, you know, what extent of those values are, doesn't have to be the same level. Right. So yeah, like, for example, if let's say, for example, I was a I was going to a church goer every, you know, every week and we had I wanted to do like a Bible study of my own and, you know, so on and so forth. If my partner it was under the same umbrella of like that same religion, we share the same beliefs, share the same values. However, they don't want to go to church um, or they don't feel comfortable in church or they don't feel comfortable doing Bible study so often, so on and so forth. I don't think that that's necessarily a red flag or something where you're like, well, then what are we doing together? You know, I don't, this is destroying us. It's because like to, to the point I made earlier, it's like everybody has to find their, they find God in their own way. 
You know I mean, you have to find your relationship with God. And if we share the same value and the values and beliefs, then we don't have to hold hands and skip down the path together. You know what I mean? We just, as long as we're both on the same path, you know what I mean? Doing the, had the same goal, same mission. Then, then I think that's what, that's what I think is, is, is beneficial or like leads to a, he- a healthy relationship. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. To, yeah, you got and to kind of connect the, the dots a little bit. And I think what you bring up a good point again is it's, those underlying values that you can get from religion. Yeah. Yeah. It's important to share certain number of them that are important to you, but overall the vessel that drives it isn't the most important thing in the world. Right. 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 That, that driving force isn't the end all be all. It's what that driving force brings about. Yeah. So, So Ben, what about you when it comes to like religion and like, viewpoints on how your relationships have shifted and been shaped now as a 23 year old man yeah i mean to a lot of same points as gavin but just to kind of add something but to, to bring up a lot of same points as gavin um i would say it's more of that development from you know those high school years and like oh she likes me cool like let's do stuff she's pretty exactly <laughs> to wanting a relationship and wanting to be with somebody and make a life with them and share your life with them. I think it's just shifted on what I look for, so to speak. And now it's like going on a couple of dates. It's like, maybe you're not necessarily thinking like, Oh man, I could be with this person for forever, but could this be a possibility just based on, what their manners are like if you go out to dinner. Like, how do they treat other people? You know, what uh, what are their viewpoints on um, certain things? Like, um, like, I don't know, what are their... So, just looking at their viewpoints on certain things, like, I don't know. Like how, like how... No, I, I see what you're... I see, I see where, where you're trying to go with this. Like, you're, you're talking about, like their viewpoints on things that actually like matter, like have like an impact beyond like, you know, do you want to go to get food? You know, like, and you're like, do you, do you, okay. Like it, on a date, let's say it's your fourth date, right? Are you, and like, are you looking for things where you can say like, okay, I kind of like can bring this person home now, or like I can, I can be comfortable in the fact of being myself. Like, yeah, that's, know. that's actually a big one. It's like, can I be myself? Can I say the things that I normally say around this person? And they're going to love it no matter what. And yeah. they're going to kind of roll with that. Yeah. And like, yeah, because I th- just who you are as a person exudes what you're going to value. And so that just the things that you just say, even if you don't realize it and they're accepting of that. Yeah. Points towards signs of that you are going to be compatible in the long term. Because ultimately, yeah. a long-term relationship, if you're going to have huge barriers of basic thinking of, like, principles that you just cannot get past, that relationship's just not going to survive. I and, agree. like, I think yeah. you experienced that, you know, with one of your long-term relationships. I mean, I don't know if you want to, like, just enlighten us with, like, a couple of words about, like, what that was like. Yeah, I mean, and the, and the thing is, is, you know, it, it does come down to the whole aspect of, like, 
to that point exactly, and I'm not going to go too in depth. Um, because I don't, I don't need death threats again. But uh, that was yeah. Um, but yeah, it 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 does come down to the fact where it's like you know this is something that I believe in, something that like am I as hard as I was you know uh, like years ago? No, but you know a lot of those values are still instilled, and I think you know you and I are in the same, and I, and, I, and yeah, I think a lot of the values are the same way, way with you. Um, and I think that it was it was hard. It was it was something that you know I had to constantly keep my mouth shut. <clears throat> I had to constantly not. Um, talk about things be careful what i was saying you know and not even just from that particular person but just from the family yeah and, and like you're walking on eggshells walking on eggshells and um and then like their you know their grandparents literally ran a church so do you think and they were completely non-secular to their grandparents like they were they're all disbanded from each other and it and it, it it made it hard. So like, that's the whole thing with me when with, like relationships, not that someone has to believe in the same thing as Catholic. Right. But it's, it's good to have those values to where I can sit with like my best friends and go, Hey, you know, I believe in this, that this is something that I feel is something that I um, value and having like people that not like like-minded, but can understand where you're kind of coming from. Yeah. Well, your opinion's stupid. So, but <laughs> Dude, this was a really good. <laughs> yeah, Dude. this was a good episode. I really enjoyed this. Yeah, we should do we should do a part two coming up soon. Then. Yeah, yeah. You really yeah. get into yeah. the. There's a lot room. of there's a lot of weeds you can get into with this, and a lot of nuances. But yeah, I mean, there's so many. There's so much you can you can hit on. Like you could just take one small portion and make it a five hour conversation. You know? Exactly. So, but no, I think this was good. I think, um, you know, I'm glad that we were able to like like you know we said like I'm glad we we're able to have this kind of conversation because. I mean, realistically, like, how many people are having, like, how many dudes at 20, 23, 24, 25 are having this conversation, you know, like, in the same way people, I forget who said it, you know, some mogul um, online, I, I don't remember who, it was like, I, I don't I don't remember which which one it was, but it was like, um, you show me your friends, I'll show hey, you, my who, you know, show, you show, show you your, your future, it's like, you know, the, the, the everyone kind of takes that as like, oh, what are you doing for, like, monetarily, like, what jobs do you have, and what, blah, 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 blah. But I think more importantly is conversations like this, because at the end of the day, you know, you're not taking your money with you. But yeah, you know, dude, Ben, seriously, thank you for coming back on. Dude. It's always a pleasure, guys. Oh, yeah. yeah, we definitely gonna do a part two to this because yeah. we I think we could do another hour. But yeah, anything else, you boys want to jump along? If you're good, no, we're all good, man. We're all good, all right, boys. Well, until uh, next time. Next time.